Yeah, as somebody who sets goals and likes to help others set goals and achieve them, when you have something like this happen, you know, your goals are upended. The real question is, how do you keep moving forward? How do you adapt and thrive in a tremendously hard left turn? This is a hard turn that everybody's been thrown. Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazzo, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. I'm continuing with my special series that I'm calling the Quarantine Checkups, where I'm revisiting some of my friends from past episodes of Along the Way. Michael Anthony is all about living a courageous life and following God's plan. It was good to check up with him to see how he is doing during this pandemic. If you're new to Along the Way, all of my episodes can be found at alongtheway.media, and you can like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. Now let's see how Michael is doing. I'm continuing on with these quarantine checkups of my past along the way guests and good friends. And uh, I'm here with Michael Anthony. You're in your basement, which is pretty cool. And I am talking via Zoom. Yeah, you're quarantined in your basement. Right. (laughs) How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. You know, John, uh, if um, first of all, I love the idea of what you're doing here by checking in with people, a quarantine checkup. If you asked me two weeks ago, I would have given you a different answer. We're doing really well now as a family. You know, I'm home with my, my wife and our two teenage sons, if you can imagine. Two weeks ago, if you would have asked me, things hit a peak. We're, okay. we're going stir, stir crazy. And now we're, we're in our stride. We've, we've hit a stride. Yeah. What, what happened two weeks ago, if you, if you can tell us that? Well, there's a couple of things. Number one, uh, just the stir craziness of the whole country has never gone through something like this before. I mean, the whole world is like upended. So... It's, it's been an adjustment for us. Uh, we just got an expansion of our office space downtown, and we can't use it. So I'm at home having yeah. to change things there. And it's quite a different thing. You know, when I'm, I'm like you, you know, when I get into work mode, I'm locked and loaded. I'm focused. So I alternate between being in the studio and then going back upstairs and seeing the family. Well, they don't know that I'm locked and loaded in work mode. Right. So, you know, the kids are goofing around or something. So it's, it's taken some adapting there and some need like all of us to sit down and have conversations about where are you at? And then really listening again, rediscovering listening skills. Like we all are, I think being challenged, right? Listening and really reconnecting in that regard. So um, we've hit our stride now with that. Each of us being better listeners and considering each other better than ourselves, as the scriptures say, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really good. I'm glad that you've reached that point where you're like, okay, God, we need your help to address this situation mm-hmm. that we're in right mm-hmm. now. And speaking mm-hmm. of different situations, the last time that you and I talked was on the Along the Way podcast, yeah. uh, episode 44. If you want to go back and listen to that, it's Living a Courageous Life with Michael Anthony. There will be a link in the show notes for those of you that are listening. That was a good time. Michael, I got a question for you regarding mm-hmm. your courageous life planning. You're a planner. You've got things that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, this coronavirus has really stopped everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the economy has stopped. Things aren't moving the way that they were. How are you keeping your goals? How are you moving forward in the mm-hmm. vision that God's given you during this time? Well, that's a great question. One of the things that we did, John, is we just finished creating something called a courage kit to help people because, you know, people are out of work. People have been downsized and it's a huge amount of stress. So we sat down and we created a video series, which is free 
for people to learn how to live with courage in a time of fear, crisis, and uncertainty. And one of the things that this has helped me think about is we're seeing prophecy fulfilled right before our very eyes. So what we've done is we thought, how do you take a brick that's thrown at you, put it under your feet so that you're standing taller afterward? That's the way I like to look at mm, it. I like that analogy. So, yeah, somebody who sets goals and likes to help others set goals and achieve them, when you have something like this happen, you know, your goals are upended. The real question is, how do you keep moving forward? How do you adapt and thrive in a tremendously hard left turn, right? This is a hard turn that everybody's been thrown. So we thought, you know what? It's more blessed to give than receive. So we sat down and we spent two weeks creating videos and content. And I created a 15 page ebook that shows people how to seek, find and follow God in times of crisis and uncertainty. And part of that includes changing and altering and refining your plans. So our mission for Courage Matters continues. We just morphed a little bit and took a step back and thought, huh, what are people experiencing now? How are they hurting? How can we help them? And reminded of Jesus' words, whoever wants to be the greatest must be a servant of all. So we just thought, hey, how can we serve people and help them? So that's one of the things that we've done. And it keeps us on mission, but in a different way than we would have focused prior to this. So it's a blessing in disguise. Sure. So that sounds really interesting. How do we get a hold of that? If somebody's interested, they could email us at info at couragematters.com. Just send us an email, or they could also uh, just go to our website, couragematters.com, and use the contact form, but info at couragematters.com. Sure. I'll make sure to put a link to your website in the show notes as well. Michael, what, what is God saying to you today? Mm-hmm. He is saying, simplify, revisit what I called you to do, and don't confuse busyness with progress. I think that has been a sin in the church. It's been a sin in the nation. It's been a sin in our families and our personal lives. Can't you identify with that? Mm -hmm. I think American culture is predisposed now to busyness. And we can, if we're not careful, think that busyness is where it's at. But it's not. I think that we need to be careful that we don't confuse busyness with progress. And for me, it's progress toward what did God call you to do? Or I refer to it as a W-D-G-C-Y-T-D. Not quite, doesn't quite roll off your tongue. So, yeah, refocusing on what did God call you to do, Mike? And strip away anything and everything that doesn't have to do with that because the enemy of the best is often the good. Hmm. Quarantining, I think, has given me and, and us an opportunity anyway to strip away what's what seems to be good and exchange that for God's best. Yeah. Can you tell me something that has been stripped away that you're glad has been stripped away? That's a great question because there are several things. Putting the work that we've been doing first and losing good conversations with my, my two sons. I have two teenage sons. And I realized that I was fake listening. Mm. Fake listening, being polite to them and being cordial with them, but not really helping them. So what has been stripped away is, how can I say this? The pursuit of being faithful to what God called me to do is not supposed to be at the expense of what God called me to do in raising two children and being a good husband and a great father. 
God called me to do that. And I think it's very easy. Uh, maybe uh, somebody who's listening now can identify with this. I think it's very easy to focus on what God called you to do and to miss the obvious that God called you to do. You know, the sky might not have parted. You might not have had a dream or a vision or anything. But if you're married, God called you to be a great husband, a great wife. If you have children, to be a great father, a great mother. And one of the things that's been stripped away from me, which I'm so thankful for, is the fake success that I think Mm -hmm. I was starting to gravitate toward. I I was in that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was in that. And I've rediscovered in a great way the beauty of my family and how much I absolutely love being around these guys, my, my wife and my sons. Yeah. That's great. It's a shame that it takes something like this quarantine and this uh, worldwide pandemic for us to learn lessons like that. But yeah. I'm grateful that God uses things like this to chasten us so that we are closer mm-hmm. to him and closer to the people that he's called us to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I always enjoy my family, but I think it's just at a deeper level. I think I was in a rut. Sometimes ruts are good because they keep you from going off track, but sometimes ruts are bad because you can't get out of them. Yeah. And this has helped me rediscover and go deeper with my wife and my sons. And I'm very thankful for it. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Michael, where do you see hope for tomorrow? Well, that's a really interesting question because you, your listeners might misunderstand my answer to this. When I say this first, you might as first too. I see the hope in the fulfillment of biblical prophecy in that oftentimes we think that the rapture, the return of Jesus are events that are going to happen ex nihilo, you know, out of nothing. That all of a sudden there'll be a hard turn in world events. The Antichrist will show up on the scene and things move forward. Instead, I think it's more like, you know, biblical prophecy is more like a ramp that things happen gradually. And Jesus said that it was like birth pangs. So I think that this is another birth pang, another birth pain that eventually the contraction will subside. Things will be somewhat back to normal, although I don't think they totally will be. I think we're all going to experience some PCSD, post-corona stress disorder. That makes makes sense. I agree with that. Yeah, um, you better but, copyright that term, though. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> I think what the hope is that we are seeing biblical prophecy unfold before our eyes in regard to when you read Revelation thirteen sixteen, the beast, the Antichrist, forces everybody, great and small, to receive the mark on his right hand, her right hand, and forehead. You're seeing control and manipulation in that ultimate fulfillment of prophecy in the end times. I think we're getting a taste of that now with the forced compliance, submit, obey. Now, it might not necessarily be diabolical in nature, right? It may, mm-hmm. it may very well be, and I'm not going to get into all, you know, there are people on different ends of the spectrum in terms oh, of yeah, conspiracy, yeah. right? Why is this happening? I think regardless of why it's happening, we are all being forced to obey, submit, and comply. And it's going to be easier for the next, whatever it might be, to do that as well. So this is preparing the way for the ultimate fulfillment of prophecy. And Janet and I just said last night, let's get it on. Let's, I mean, not, not two of us. <laughs> Janet and I said last night, Let's get this prophecy stuff, this end time stuff going. Uh, Come, Lord Jesus. I think we're living in in one of the most exciting times in all of human history right now. 
I totally yeah. agree with that. I, I look at this and, you know, whenever this whole thing started, yeah, I, I can admit that I had some panicky moments. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is what's going to happen. We're going to face tribulation and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as time is going on and God is speaking to me more and more, and I'm actually taking the time to calm down and listen to what he's saying, mm-hmm. the things that God has been saying to me is it's time for his church to rise up and take our proper mm-hmm. place so that we can be made right and ready for his return. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, one of the things that I've always grabbed a hold to when it comes to end time type things is, you know, I was a missionary for eight years and preaching the gospel around the world. The whole thing of the gospel shall be preached in all of the world and then the end shall mm-hmm. come. Right. You know, this is our time. This is our wake up call for the church to do that. Mm-hmm. We want to be ready and bring as many people with us to heaven as possible because right. that's what's going to heal and soothe the Father's heart, because there mm-hmm. is so many people in this world that are lost, and they just don't know the Lord. And I don't know how you get through a situation yeah. like this without the hope of Jesus Christ. I seriously no. have no clue. I know. And mm. now it's exciting me because of the things that God's been speaking to me, that you know, just like the children of Israel in the Exodus, God led them from Egypt with the riches of the Egyptians. They went yeah. through the Red Sea. Mm into the wilderness where God provided for them for 40 years. Yeah. There was no way that they could plant, that they could gather, Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. could do any of those things that you would think naturally how that God Mm -hmm. would provide them. And all this Mm -hmm. was preparing them to take the promised land. So true. I believe that this is a place that God has called us to be, to get ourselves prepared. Mm -hmm. He will Mm -hmm. provide, but he's going to lead us into the promised land. And we need to make sure Mm -hmm. that we're listening to the two spies, the Joshua Mm -hmm. and Caleb Mm -hmm. that went into the promised land and gave a good report and Mm -hmm. not the 10 that say they're too big. Mm -hmm. We can't do it. We need to listen to those two. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm hearing God. And that's what that's, you know, it's, it's an opportunity Mm -hmm. for us to really be the church. And I'm looking at Mm -hmm. people and I'm, I'm looking at churches and seeing they're forced to be more creative. They're forced to Mm -hmm. reach people in new ways. And Mm -hmm. that excites me. It really yeah. does. And I think forced to think about what is church. It's not the building. I think uh, any church that has focused on the building uh, has gotten themselves into heavy financial debt, for example. Those are churches that are really, really feeling it right now. And uh, God disciplines those he loves. And, you know, you brought up the story of the Israelites leaving Egypt. It wasn't the shortest route, as we know. Probably seven to eight weeks max could have taken them if God took them straight in. But God is interested in holiness and humility and obedience. And that's what he was teaching the Israelites. And I suspect that those are three of the things that he's trying to teach his children again. We want to change the world. We've got to get back to letting God change us. Holiness, humility, and obedience, right? Those things are important. That's good. Well, Michael, thank you so much for allowing me to check up on you during this quarantine time. And uh, it's great to see you again, my friend. I'm glad you're doing well. John, thanks for the privilege. It's great to connect with you and to connect with the audience. God bless you, everybody. It was good to check up with Michael. And if you want to hear his full Along the Way episode, I'll be putting that link in the show notes. Along the Way is part of the Charisma Podcast Network. You can find Along the Way and many other great Charisma Podcast Network shows at cpnshows.com. Thank you for listening to Along the Way. If you've enjoyed joining me along my way, please share this with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast. Also, please rate and review Along the Way on iTunes. That helps more people discover Along the Way. 
You can subscribe to this podcast in your favorite app and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and through my website, alongtheway.media. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey, and may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way. Thank you.